what I teach is like, here are the fundamentals of how building wealth works. And then we can, once we understand how something works, we can take it apart or we can understand how to adapt and modify it for your business or your personal life. Because personal finance is personal. Right. So it's just like at the gym, if you know what muscles you're using, Mm -hmm. then if you have an injury or something's feeling a little off, you also start to understand how to modify something. Totally. Totally. Right. If you're like, oh, my knees are feeling a little weird. I'm going to do this in a way that still works that muscle, but I'm not going to do it in a way that compromises my joints. It's, it's the same thing with money. So, so intellectual intimacy is where we understand, we start to understand and cultivate financial intelligence. So how wealth building works, how to be in relationship with our money. And we start to implement systems to support that. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Black Belt Beauty Radio. Last week's episode, I had my incredible girl, Hannah Koenig, on the show, dropping us deep into all the layers of wealth building, financial intimacy, financial intelligence, and hopefully you were able to take that one in. If not, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that. This is actually Hannah's second time on the podcast. And that episode or our conversation was so rich and so powerful and filled with so many incredible gems that I decided to break it up into two, which is what this episode is right now. I'm dropping you into part two because I really, really want you to take in all of this incredibly valuable information that will help you to thrive no matter where you are with your financial relationships and you know status uh, because Hannah just brings it she brings it in such a unique and refreshing way and again you know if you if you listen to part one or last week's episode then you know that this is legit what I'm saying I'm not just loving on my friend um, and if you have not if this is your first go round with Hannah then trust me you will be in full agreement by the end of this episode. And I I know it's going to have you going back to the last uh, episode that we did last week. So without further ado, here is part two of my incredible conversation with my girl, Hannah Koenig. Enjoy. Hey, you guys, if you've been following me here for a while or on any of my channels, you know, I am always talking about the power of journaling and specifically what it has done for me and continues to do for me in my life. With that said, I am so excited to officially announce that my guided and illustrated self-actualization journal, You Are The Path, is out for sale. I have been working on this for quite some time now with my incredible, talented artist friend, Emerald Paget, and I could not be more excited for you to experience this journal. To make it very clear, this is not your typical kind of stationary item of journal. It's more of a book and it is so visually stimulating. You are the path holds space for you to unravel, unleash, investigate, hypothesize, affirm, inspire, fortify, to essentially create you and all aspects of your life. You can literally stretch out and run free 
within the vast open pages. So in this journal, you have seven guided and illustrated sections led by five thought-provoking questions and prompts that evoke exploratory thinking. Of course, you're welcome to ignore them, but they are there to anchor you because talking about journaling for some time now for to so many people, I've learned that journaling can feel daunting to some people. Like you don't know what to do or where to start. So these journal prompts and questions are there to just anchor you in and help you get moving through the pages. Um, each section also has a personal quote for me. And again, the artistry in this journal throughout the journal by my girl Emerald Paget is absolutely incredible. It is there to evoke your imagination and all your senses and really just take you into deep parts of your mind and your heart. So the final section offers 20 blank pages. So the other sections all have lined pages in them. And this is really special for me because I've never come across a journal that had both. And throughout my journaling practice for almost the entirety of my life, um, you know, I've really needed and wanted both. Uh, so I'm just excited to give you this opportunity to be able to sketch and just let your imagination run free on these blank pages, but also have the beautiful structure and, you know, refinement of, of lines for you to just, you know, script out your heart. So again, this journal is absolutely a mystical experience. It's a mystical adventure. I want you to just drop in and to ultimately connect with your highest self, your authentic self, your intuition. And this journal is meant to facilitate that process for you. So to shop this journal, go to blackbeltbeauty.com. It's right there at the top menu. You'll also be able to see some visuals of the journal. And I just, I know you're going to love it. So let me know what you think and enjoy the path that is you. Financial intimacy itself, there, there are three components of financial intimacy. And, and this is the work that helps us transform the way we relate to money mm -hmm. in service of building wealth, in service of creating the type of value that gives us access, mm -hmm. options, and opportunity. You want me to go deeper into what oh my those God, please. are? Yeah, I would love it. Yeah. So the first thing we cultivate in, in financial intimacy is emotional intimacy. Mm -hmm. And this is addressing the psychology of money, the thoughts, the patterns, the behaviors. Mm -hmm. This is a space for um, transparency. Mm -hmm. It's a space for that, that requires safety. Mm -hmm. So this is just that like acknowledgement. This is where I am. This is how I feel. This is a, it's a place to address financial trauma, which is a very real thing mm -hmm. and, and to heal and to reconcile. It's also a place to dream, yeah. right? If we're talking about how we are motivated on an emotional and psychological level, then, you know, some of that is a healing conversation, but some of that is also this conversation of expansion and dreaming and what is possible and cultivating vision. So through cultivating emotional intimacy, we create safety, we create awareness, we address the things, the financial triggers mm. <laughs> that is like, oh, and, and I see this a lot with people who spend impulsively or mm -hmm. people who are the same, afraid to spend two sides of the same coin. Yeah. There are certain things that may trigger their scarcity or self-worth. And then there's an impulse action or response to that. So 
emotional intimacy creates the the bubble of awareness between impulse and action. Oh, I love that. It's a space where, right? And when we have that bubble of awareness, all of a sudden we have more more opportunity for choice. Yes. Right. And that's yes. how we disrupt patterns. Um, it's also a place to create like f- and, and establish financial boundaries. Mm-hmm. So that could be financial boundaries with yourself. It also could be financial boundaries with others. Yeah. Like yeah. I had terrible financial boundaries with myself. Yeah. Um, because there was just, there was, it was a free for all. Right. And it's really hard to feel safe and supported in a relationship that doesn't have boundaries, that doesn't have clarity, that doesn't have communication. So that's, emotional intimacy. From there, we move into intellectual intimacy, and that is the financial intelligence. So this is now understanding how these fundamental systems work in a very simple way. Mm. Because when you understand how a system works, you can work that system. You can participate. Yes. And this is the way I teach um, when I'm when I'm teaching intellectual intimacy, I teach the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also the way I teach, because I work with a lot of people who are entrepreneurs or have a side hustle or um want to have a component of their business because I've done business work for so much longer before the financial work. Mm-hmm. So what I teach is like here are the fundamentals of how building wealth works. And then we can, once we understand how something works, we can take it apart or we can understand how to adapt and modify it mm-hmm. for your business or your personal life because personal finance is personal. Right. So it's just like at the gym, if you know what muscles you're using, mm-hmm. then if you have an injury or something's feeling a little off, you also start to understand how to modify something. Totally. Totally. Right. Yes. If you're like, oh, my knees are feeling a little weird. I'm going to do this in a way that still works that muscle, right, but I'm right. not going to do it in a way that compromises my joints. It's it's the same thing with money. So so intellectual intimacy is where we understand, we start to understand and cultivate financial intelligence. So how wealth building works, how to be in relationship with our money, and we start to implement systems to support that, right? Really simple. So I, am, I sit down at the end of every month mm-hmm. and- I have a money plan or what some people would call a budget. And I tell every single dollar, I give every single dollar a job. This is how you get to show up. This is how you get to show up. This is how you get to show up. And me giving all, all of my dollars jobs ensures that they are consistently showing up in the ways that are reflective of my values. I love that, that means that wealth is being built. That means that the things I'm prioritizing and working towards are actually not just a priority in theory, mm-hmm. not just a priority on paper. They are a living, breathing, growing priority. And I love be- I love it because you're in the driver's seat and yes. money is just energy. And so it could either, but, it's but just that's nourishing. The- exactly. Yeah. And you're, it's not the common way. Like we, so many people feel that they are controlled by the money, but in your, you know, in this beautiful example of how you move, you know, through all this, it's like, well, no, you're actually, you're the boss, uh, but it's a very healthy, you know, there's no control issues. It's just like, Hey, this is yeah. how it's going to work for, for us. Like team mm-hmm. Hannah and money. That's <laughs> how I'm kind of seeing yes, it. You team know, Hannah and money, money yeah. gets to be my ride or die. Money gets to be the reason I say yes to the things that matter to me most. Money gets to be the fuel behind my mission. Yes. It's a resource, right? So I use it as a resource. And I think that I have a lot of people who ask me, and this is an emotional intimacy 
conversation, but they they're interconnected. There's no we do one, then we do the other. Mm-hmm. It's this is nonlinear. Um, they they both happen simultaneously. I have a lot of people who ask me, you know, how can I trust money? You know, I have a hard time trusting money, and it's like that is always an indicator of our ability to trust ourselves with money. Yes. Because money is not going to lie to you. Money's not going to steal my dog. It's neutral. You know, yes. money is not going to toilet paper my the trees in my yard. <laughs> All right? Money is not some like shady bitch. <laughs> money is just a resource. So it's like if I if there's a feeling of mistrust, it's because I haven't shown myself yeah. that I'm going to consistently show up and and create the level of clarity. Mm-hmm. Um that that needs to be created for that to be a supportive relationship to create the the boundaries yeah. or to put systems in place to support that relationship thriving that's that's a conversation of trusting yourself mm-hmm. so in intellectual intimacy we then put those systems in place those that vision we set those dreams we created those goals now i am learning the steps that it takes to make those goals a reality mm. Right. And I'm I'm showing up for them consistently. Mm-hmm. And from that, we we get what what is just so beautiful is experiential intimacy. Mm. So experiential intimacy is what happens as just this natural result mm-hmm. of cultivating emotional and intellectual intimacy with consistency mm-hmm. over time. If you think about money as your partner. Or if if you even think about a partnership, the people that you are in relationship with, that that you have the most depth of intimacy, the most depth and richness in relationship, you trust them, not because you like them, Mm -hmm. not because you vibe with them, not because they say the right things, but because consistently they've been there, right? So there's just this knowing and it's a the experience that's the difference between understanding something mm-hmm. in theory and knowing it through experience mm-hmm. and that when when you have experiential intimacy with money you move differently through the world yes because i'm not now operating from fear and i'm also not operating from of of course technically this could go wrong mm-hmm. but i trust myself and i'm going to do it anyway it's like you know yeah because you put things in place because you know, because you've been there, you, you show up, you do the work. You're not wondering, can I afford it? Yeah. You know, whether or not you can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look at the numbers, you're not wondering, is this possible for me? You're like, okay, how do I want to create that? How do I want to prioritize it? And when? Yeah. Yeah. It's so strong. And so again, it's just this you know, everything that you just shared is really another powerful demonstration of that harmony where, you know, there's the creative and then there's the very kind of tactical, right? And I think both are so important. And again, just highlighting, I love that, you know, I mean, we haven't even, and we don't need to necessarily like put this on a billboard, but you know, where you are right now in terms of your wealth growth and you've done some incredible things like real estate. I mean, you're in it, girl. Like you've mm-hmm. come such a long way, especially from what you shared. And yeah. again, to me, that's so inspiring because we both know that there's so many 
individuals who are like, that sounds great, but I'm fucking buried or it's not possible for me. Mm -hmm. Or I tried and it didn't. I've tried so many things. I read the Tony Robbins, you know, 800 page book and I tried QuickBooks and I tried whatever. I'm just like pulling it all, you know, and I failed. So I, maybe this is just not my zone to accelerate in. So I'm kind of just, mm -hmm. but I love how you know, I'm just kind of recapping again, like, you know, you, you're someone who has been through the trenches, you've risen, you've done the work. Um, I also love this, that, that you, you, you're not, this is so important. I really want to share this actually. Another thing that I love about you and your work, um, is that it's not, you know, grind till you fucking die or you won't be successful. It's it's mm. not this energy of like, if you don't go like to, you know, like if you're not just grinding to the point of, you know, breakdown, then you're not, you might not actually create real wealth and success in any way. And that's never a part of the yeah. conversation with you. Well, because that's actually a narrative that keeps us broke. It's the bootstraps narrative, mm. right? Just work hard enough and you'll get there. But that's not actually how building wealth works. Yeah. So we're taught to understand money. We're taught to think about money as consumers, mm -hmm. yeah, not creators. And we're taught to be in relationship with money in, in a, a consumption-based relationship. So we're not really taught how to, and, and this is the way I teach. I don't want to tell you what to do with your money. That is not for me to say. And, and that's gross. Um, I want to I want to teach you how to think about money, how to understand money, so you can tell money what to do. Yeah, that's not a conversation I need to be a part of. It's not my relationship, right? So, but but the bootstraps narrative, you know, is so common. And hard work is important. Mm -hmm. And hard work is again just this minor piece of the equation. So it's not that there's not value in working hard, but if we're just, all we're doing is grinding, but we're not actually making intelligent um, moves with mm -hmm. our money, yeah. then we just work until we die. And, and that's not how building wealth actually works, right? I, I want you to take those seeds and grow them. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like um, chicken and the egg is a good example, right? So you can, you get your paycheck, you work really hard, you get your paycheck, you buy eggs, mm -hmm. you eat eggs. There's no more eggs. You keep working, you keep eating eggs, or you could buy chickens. Yeah. yeah. Chickens yeah. make eggs. So this is the same when we talk about investing and it's like, it's less than 30% of women are investing right now, which is wild. And there's a huge investment gap and there's a huge gender wealth gap. Wow. I'm very passionate about this. Mm. Um, but Building wealth is actually about working less. It's about putting your money to work. So now I start to think about how can I give my money jobs? How can I how can I put money in places where it generates? There are two types of um, income that you mm -hmm. can create as an individual. There's active income. Mm -hmm. That's the money where I work. I exchange. So I'm I'm coaching somebody. They pay me to coach them we have this exchange, they pay me. Mm -hmm. That's active income. And that's what most people make. Mm -hmm. And then there's passive income. So I invest my money into say a rental property mm -hmm. and that rental property cash flows at a certain rate. And all of that 
additional income is that's passive mm-hmm. income. So I'm not there holding the walls up. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. It doesn't require me to participate. That's the same with investing where my money mm-hmm. um, goes into, I invest it into say um, an index like the S and P 500. Now that money is making money. And then when that money makes money, I reinvest, those are called dividends. I reinvest those dividends. So now that money's money is making money. And that is this beautiful thing called compound interest. Mm -hmm. And it's basically this big, slow snowball effect. Yeah, so good. So important. And that's about doing less. Yes. Again, if it's this tool for nourishment, it's not, building wealth is not just about amassing a fortune so that you just have this fortune. Right. So that you can say you have fuck you money and tell a lot of people fuck you, <laughs> right? It, that's not the point. The point is it is this resource that that gives us the ability to live well and to live beautifully and to do meaning, to, to put this resource to work in meaningful ways that matter to us. Mm-hmm. And, and that includes rest. That includes leaning back. You know, I cut um, about $100,000 in, in active revenue streams out this year in my own business to create space to to pivot and to build new things. And I had the ability to do that, the flexibility to do that because I put systems in place because I understand this is what I have on the the table. This is the operational buffer I have. Um, I can work and operate with this level of revenue. It doesn't have to be. I don't always have to work harder, um, increase my revenue, do more. Mm -hmm. It's it's this negotiation between of, of what I prior what what's important to me most mm-hmm. and what's important to me in the moment. I love that. And it feels like you definitely have a strong vision of Hannah's wealth just in general. Yeah. Like can you talk about that actually? Because yeah, so wealth so, vision. I can frame it. Let me me frame it a little different. So wealth vision, I mean, the kind of obvious when maybe somebody hears that it's like, oh, how much money do I have? Like, what kind of house do I have? What kind of car do I drive? That that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But that's basic. And I don't even feel like that's really a strong um, kind of vision, not to put down anybody's vision. But I feel that because as someone who is very you know, I actually use visualization in a lot of, in my own personal life and even in, you know, my coaching practice that there's nuances, there's layers and other tactics that, you know, when you're thinking about a vision, you know, like what's the mood, what's the temperature, what's the frequency, what's the essence? Like these are real, this is really to cap, capture yeah. a vision. Um, But I believe, and you know this very well with me, that if you don't have a vision of, of, you know, yourself and of, of your life, then how are you even moving? Like we need to be moving forward towards something, right? Yeah. If you don't know what you want, then how, how do you build that? Yeah. How do you create this thing that you want when you aren't clear about what that is? And this is exactly where I start with people when we start money work Mm -hmm. is not, here's the strategy. It's what do you want? That is the most important question to answer. Can we get clear and can we get specific and granular about what you want? And it's, it, it is, it's not just right. That vision board mm-hmm. we see like circa the secret, which is going to make me sound ancient, but no. um, 
And and I've done that. I I I yeah. created vision boards that were based on this. This is what it should look like. Yeah. Instead of how it should feel, mm-hmm. and those often uh, over time became were just this reflection of what I thought I should want in a material sense. So there are multiple layers to creating a vision, but I, I just want you to ask yourself. You know, if you do anything, mm-hmm. um, if you take anything from listening to this episode, I I want you to ask yourself. What is my vision for my wealthy life? Yeah. Right? And and start to think about how do you want to be supported by money? Mm-hmm. Right? What if, if if money's your ride or die, where do you want to go? What do you want to build? How do you want to feel in relationship to this thing? Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel when you make a purchase? How do you want to feel? When you open your bank account, how do you want to feel when you say yes? How do you want to feel when you say no? Right? How do you want to how do you want to feel when you give? How do you want to feel when you share? And where are there gaps in in what you desire for this experience and this relationship and and the way you're currently operating? And that's going to give you a ton of clarity. Now there's also technical financial clarity, mm-hmm. right? There there is. For a lot of people, there's a number yeah. They're like, I can calculate if I want to retire early, mm-hmm. then that can be a mathematical equation. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 If if that's my and, and there's a whole movement, it's um it's called the fire movement, financial independence, retire early, where people are like super, super um hardcore hustle focused and like incredibly restrictive for yeah. like 10 years, and then they never work again. Um, I find that that is not sustainable for most people because restricting usually leads to splurging. Deprivation yeah. leads to impulse. Um, you see that with with food. food. You see it with everything. Yeah. So it's it's not a sustainable model for most people. And it also requires a certain level of privilege. Mm. So it's not really accessible for most people, right? Right. Like for, um, you know, me, I'm... I'm scrappy, but I'm also a hundred pounds. I'm five feet tall. And there are certain, you know, I've traveled the world by myself. There are certain environments and situations where I'm not going to walk home. Yeah. Cause I'm not an idiot. Good. Right. I'm not putting myself in a situation that, that would compromise my safety. Yes. So that extra money for the Uber or whatever Mm -hmm. was a necessary choice. So extreme restriction is not what I'm interested in, but just to circle back yeah. around, you know, part of that vision can be, you can be like, oh, I I could retire in 10 years mm-hmm. or, oh, I could pay off my student loans in five years. Mm-hmm. You know, and on, on our summit, we had m- two or three speakers, I think three speakers, three different speakers who paid off multiple six-figure student loan debt. Amazing. You know, and that that's just a portion of their journey. So yeah. there is, again, this this emotional intimacy when we're creating the vision about how we want it to feel, how we want money to support us, mm-hmm. what we want to build, what we want to create. And then from there, we can take that clarity and break it down into this really beautiful reverse engineered trajectory of how to build that. I love it, girl. It's so yes. good. What have we not there? It's such a big topic. And I know that you're going to have to, you're like a black belt beauty radio regular. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, just because the conversation is so important and we're always like science. It's like, you're always discovering new things and new ways. And so, um, I always want to tap into your genius and your wisdom and your energy around all of this. Um, but is there anything that we haven't touched on that you would love to live in this conversation? Yeah, I think it's really important for women, especially, I just know most of your listeners are women and, and this is true for men as well. Um, but women have an immense amount of financial power. And I, again, am not sharing this as an opinion. I'm sharing this as a statistic. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the gender wealth gap for every dollar of wealth, um, my white male counterpart has women across the board only have 35 cents. And then when you look at different layers of identity, when Mm -hmm. you intersect, that number becomes even smaller. So for black and brown women, that's a penny. Wow! Like it is wild. But interestingly enough, it's not due to our lack of capability. Mm -hmm. Women outperform men as investors um, statistically across the board. There are tons of studies on this. You can find them, University of California, Berkeley, Fidelity, Vanguard, we are statistically better to lend to. So we're more likely to pay back money when we borrow it. We hold the majority of purchasing power in our households. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I mean, there are just so many incredibly powerful statistics. We circulate money better. So women are more likely to spend in ways that put money back into their communities and their families. Mm. And if you understand economics, when money is circulated on a local level versus mm-hmm. on, you know, sort of an industrial level, mm-hmm. um, like if I spend at Walmart or if I spend at my local um, holiday small business pop-up, mm-hmm. the money I spend at that small business pop-up is going to recirculate 30% higher in my own community. Wow. Women spend more on education. Women give more to charity. So we are also, we do better things with money, statistically speaking. So women have this immense amount of financial power. And if you don't feel incredibly financially powerful, this is not your fault. Mm -hmm. Um, But you do have the ability to shift that, right? You can take responsibility Mm -hmm. for the type of experience you want to have with money. And you know, what happens when our financial power goes unacknowledged Mm -hmm. and not only is it unacknowledged, but we are fed narratives like, well, that's because you are impulsive instead of, you know, the system being acknowledged in its design, or that's for this reason, or you're bad with money, then we start to believe that we're powerless. Yeah. And if, if there's a second thing that you take from this other than cultivating your vision, I, I just want you to know that you have an immense amount of financial power and no one needs to give you that power. You already have that power. You just, it just needs to be acknowledged. And then you just need to cultivate the tools to wield and express that power. You need to be in spaces where you're encouraged to use that power. Coming from a woman who has done all the work. So it's just, to me, the credibility is even much more, it's, it's so much more substantial. I love that, Hannah. That's all of it. Everything is so, so powerful and so valuable. Um, what's on the horizon for you? What's coming up? 
Yeah. So I have a course coming up in January. We start January 16th. Um, we, and, and I'll, ha- I'll have a workshop at the beginning of January. So I don't know okay. when this is coming out, but. Um, it will sync up. Yeah. I will sync all cool. the things. Yeah. Cause I know already cool. people so are like, we'll where do I sign like, up? <laughs> there's a free, um, it's called the wealth masterclass. That's January 5th. I believe that's a Thursday starting in the new year. The wealth course starts January 16th. Mm-hmm. We already have some really incredible humans in that. Um, we've only shared that with uh, my email list just because we took a break on everyone's psyche in terms of promotion during, during holiday <laughs> so offers, <gnarly. laughs> um, including myself and my team. I was like, we're not doing Black yeah. Friday, Small Business Saturday, uh, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday. It was like, this is enough. Um, but that the wealth course is where I teach all of the fun- fundamentals of building tangible wealth through the lens of financial intimacy. So you get the emotional, right? Intelligence supporting you moving through creating the financial intelligence. And that is um, active, practical, implementable learning. So you will be making your first investments during that, during the process, not just learning it in, in a virtual classroom setting, but working together, um, or working through that process in real time. Um, so wealth course, maybe a podcast. We'll see. I I am so about that. That's the big thing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so about both. I am totally jumping in. I want to say this too, because I think it's, it's a value. I'm coming into your course I make money. I got my, I'm, we're, we're doing all right. Can yes. we always do better? Absolutely. Am I always driving myself in that direction? A hundred percent. But what I know with you is that you, you can speak to wherever anybody is in their financial journey. I, I really believe, or maybe you can tell me like if there's somebody that you're really focused on more, but I, I believe that yeah. I, I just feel this. And obviously I know you, you're my girl, um, that, you know, uh, it, this doesn't need, you don't need to, it's not just for someone who doesn't know anything um, or somebody who's got, it's like everybody in between, right? And and honestly, yeah. Hannah, it's it's like coming into space with you to be in your energy, to have fun with, you know, your incredible energy and, and, and share and learn. And I already feel like community in the process. Honestly, I'm not trying to sell it. I'm just, I'm... You know, I'm in oh, a I unique- can't wait. I, I, I'm I know so who excited. Has already signed up, and I am so excited about just the people who have signed up getting to hang out in a space with each other because yes. they're like some of some of like my mentors and my best friends are are have been hounding me. The wealth course was not supposed to come out um as quickly <laughs> as it did, but like people wouldn't leave me alone about it. So the cool thing is it doesn't matter. Like if you're a noob, mm-hmm. I I break all everything down in very simple, approachable language because it doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah. And when it's complicated, our eyes glaze over, we opt out, we don't want to do it. So it's fun, it's accessible, but it's like you can also have your financial foundations in order. Mm-hmm. And we're having conversations about moving beyond that because, you know, in my in my own life, um, I'm also a real estate investor. Mm-hmm. I I also invest in the stock market. Um and you know, I'm on a mission to close the wealth gap. So we get to have the foundational conversations, but we also get to have high level conversations. And I teach it all through what I call a dual use curriculum. So you'll understand how to implement it in your personal life. But also if if you run a business or if you have a side hustle, mm-hmm. a business can be an incredible tool for building wealth. 
because you have cash flow and leverage. And so there are sort of two different types of conversations that happen in mainstream finance. There are these entry-level conversations where you hear like the Dave Ramsey's Mm -hmm. and the Susie Ormans and the kind of mainstream people just talk to broke people about living broke and being broke. And that has a place and it can be helpful. I mean, I don't, I don't endorse their approach. However, it, you know, it's, I've been in, I went into like $40,000 worth of debt mm-hmm. the first year I started my business. Yeah. Like I have done things backwards. Yeah. Um. So knowing how to clean it up and get your shit together, really important. But, and also what I'm here to do is also bring in those high level conversations where we're like, you know, in, in business, in wealth building cir- circles, it, debt is just this tool. So intentional debt is this thing called leverage. Yeah. And right. I have used a lot of leverage this year. Um, I, I was just looking at how many down payments I've made and it's it was something like $170,000 worth of down payments this year um, on property purchases. And I was like, wow, that feels like a lot. Yeah. It's incredible. And taking on that debt actually doesn't count as debt when I go to buy another property because that debt is cash flowing. So it actually counts as a stream of revenue, but you have to know how to do that. And and so we have all of these financial tools. Credit credit is another financial tool that you can leverage as a tool for building wealth. Um, But we're there's no comprehensive debt education. There's no comprehensive credit credit education. Growing up, all I thought, and and really only into the last couple of years, debt is bad. Don't do it. Don't have it. Right. Instead of how to use this tool right. to build wealth, right. um, to create opportunity, not only for myself, but for the people I employ, for the people who I've created beautiful homes for, yeah. who are not ready to purchase. Um, credit is the same. Like It's like, oh, hide your credit cards in the freezer or cut them up or don't spend. No, credit is this tool that that helps people you are in business with yeah um yeah. trust you right yeah. it's this like seal of approval uh so so anyway we also teach these tools in a super high level and i could nerd out on this all day you guys this is about to be a 5 hour podcast i no um, i love it yeah but do come check it out come join us come hang out with us uh this for this first round i have founders uh, founders pricing. So it's a thousand dollars off the normal price. Amazing. And we have a super, super flexible, accessible payment plan as well. Um, if you're feeling like money is a little tight, but you want to jump in, I want to make sure that you have that the majority of your money gets to go to your financial priorities. Yeah. Um, I'm just here to start a conversation and it's also about community. You know, it is women it is. learn in community. We love oh. sharing. Oh my God. I love you. Thank you. And Wait, can and, you say that again? Uh, start from the community. It's yeah. also about community. It's also about community. Women learn in community and historically wealth and resource is a communal thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. At, like as we've developed the resources are these things in, when we were in, you know, villages and in, in tribal, um, cultures or experience mm-hmm. where we're exchanging resource and information is a resource and experience is a resource. So that's also really important. If we're just learning in isolation, it is 
it is much less likely that we will sustain change. Yeah. Well, and it's, 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 it's the same. It's like, you know, that, um, you're the sum of the five people that you're the closest to kind of thing. There could be a lot of people who are like right now listening, like, yeah, I, you know, I want to, I want to be on this journey. I'm ready for it. But maybe individuals in their life aren't, and it could be, you know, so it's advantageous to get in the room, not only with people like yourself who are so well-versed and, and, you know, going to present these, you know, um, high level conversations as well as like the fundamentals, but just to, you know, be in, to move through this process with a variation of other individuals, you know, who are on their own journey. I know this in my own life that, you know, when you, when you move in team, it's community, community and team can really, I feel like sometimes that word is very interchangeable. And, and I, I know that it just, it's like you said, the the sustainability factor is so much more substantial because you're just building energy with others, encouraging others, you're being encouraged. And it's it's also, I believe that it's just a much more fulfilling experience. Like you're a part of a crew, you know, and, and it's a crew that feels good. So I love that. And it normalizes our our experience. So for so long, it's been sort of gauche for women to talk about money. And it's, but when we talk about money, um, when I share, you know, I made an offer to purchase a small business this year. And I shared that um, with a group of girlfriends. And I did not think this offer would get accepted. I thought it's pretty unlikely that the owner of this business is ready to sell. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was like, I didn't even know you could buy businesses. And I'm like, yeah, you could you can buy your six figure income, right? This is this is a method of investing, and I didn't, you know, we're taught to share when we succeed, when we get it right. We're taught in this binary or not to have these conversations, but when we start talking, um, the beautiful thing about information is it's not like a, a physical item, the exchange of information. So if I've got a cell phone and I mm-hmm. give you the cell phone, there's one cell phone. Yeah. I have it. Now I give it to you. Now I don't have it. You have it. Right. But when we share information, when we exchange ideas, I have an idea. I give you that idea. Now we both have that idea. There are two ideas. Now that idea for you may take a new shape. Mm. Now there's a third idea. Yes. I call that idea sex. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's brilliant. And And when we are in spaces where people are talking about this is what I want to do. This is what I'm curious about. This is what I'm struggling with, especially with money. That is a practice yeah. of expressing our financial power is our willingness to have conversations about money, whether they feel good and exciting yeah. or they feel embarrassing and uncomfortable. You know, I I just did um I ran the Wealth Masterclass a few weeks ago and we're going to run mm-hmm. it again because it it did so well. We had over 200 people sign up. And we got to the end and I asked if anyone had questions and it was crickets. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I cut the recording and then we were on for like another hour. It doesn't surprise me. It's incredible. And it was magic. And the questions were so good and so much learning happened. Yeah. So it's like safety, Mm. um, intimacy, right? An intimate environment where, you know, you're not going to be recorded and and exploited. Right. Um, And then beautiful things come as a result of that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so epic. I can't wait for it. Okay. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I just adore you. I love you, girl. And and again, um, I really believe that you are you're driving a whole new expression um of of what wealth even means, in addition to obviously how to, you know, cultivate this. And it's the timing I think is actually very cosmic because there's so much suffering in this you know, in the current state, you know, and in a way, I also see it as a time of absolute opportunity, but it, that's all a mindset thing, right? And so that's where you, you're such yeah. a leader in the space where you're like, you know, you can really, you know, for those that are actually making the decision, and I hope, you know, all of our listeners um, are making that decision to say like, hey, you know, uh, wherever I am in my journey with my finances, with my wealth, with my money, like, I'm ready, I'm worthy to, you know, take it to the next level, to do the work, to, you know, to, to thrive in life. And you're at the forefront of this. So I love you. Where, where can everyone connect with you, sign up all the things, obviously it's all in the show notes, but please speak to it. Yeah. Um, I'm at, I am Hannah Koenig on Instagram. That's K-O-E-N-I-G. Um, I follow Roxy. We follow each other. So you can also find me there, um, by digging through, uh, mutual contacts, but because the last name is kind of a challenge with spelling. So come hang it out with me different. on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am, I res- love new friends. I respond to DMS. I hang out. I make time for people. So please, by all means, like jump in my DMS, ask me questions, ask me about your credit score. Um, <laughs> ask me about how to say no to your boyfriend's cousin, whatever it is. Like I, I got you. Um, also Hannah-Koenig.com. That's my website. You can check out the wealth course at Hannah-Koenig.com forward slash the wealth course. Really, we went really simple with the name. I love it. And if you want to jump into the free workshop, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's, uh, we'll have the link available yeah. in my bio on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, it it'll or all go in the show notes yeah. and I'll be sharing you on my stories like when yeah. you know this comes back um the workshop and everything else. So I'm I'm so team Hannah. I love you. Yeah. Thank you so so I love much you too. to be continued. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.